He said he's in a work meeting. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he said I'd be there in a minute. Here oh. in a minute. Okay, work meeting. Who the fuck has a job? Bam, we're live. Welcome to the review of the weekend review of the Dave Castro podcast. I'll go over here to YouTube. I'll pull it up. Type in, what's the guy's name? The Dave Castro. If you didn't know, I am the one that gave uh, Dave that name. I'm sure you knew that, Pedro, right? I did. You do know your... Relevant history. Your your CrossFit history. Uh, fake news was fantastic, by the way. Congratulations. Very funny. Uh, very inside, though, if I was going to critique. It's becoming a very insider. A lot of inside jokes. I like it. A lot of inside jokes. Some people might not know what semen is. But it's always inside. <laughs> Safe semen is inside semen. Uh, this came in the mail today. If you didn't see my podcast this morning, it was with Chris Cooper, the uh, man who has more insights into CrossFit than uh, most. Uh, I, I put him on the the top dozen. I, I put him for for CrossFit affiliates. I put him at, at number one, top three, top two, top one. Of all time, um, knowing about CrossFit affiliates, state of the industry report, and I say this with uh, peace and love and no humility. He presented it here on the Sevon podcast. Oh, that's so sweet! Oh my god, I felt my horns retract today <laughs> when he came on. They whoosh, felt some wings start to grow. They're gonna come back out in five minutes. No, you're not loud enough. You're not loud enough. Wait, maybe oh, sorry. is Pedro? No, how is that? Is Pedro loud enough? Hey, guys, listen. Complain about Pedro about anything, his framing, his mic, his fancy haircut, any of that shit. The the comments are to to critique Pedro. You guys have already tuned me up. I'm perfect. Work on is Pedro. That better. That's too loud. Nice. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's a great. That was a great podcast this morning. Very flattering, uh, enjoyable, informative. The shirt is uh from it's a cool cool shirt. You, you do like it? I really like it, yeah. I do not like it. Oh, but you're wearing yeah. it. I, well, dude, the currently the best coach in the CrossFit space, spoken empirically, not subjectively, is is uh, Matt Torres. There's he's no doubt. Cool, he's a really cool motherfucker as well. Cool and, and the best, by doubt. Five, uh, five... Uh, athletes to the CrossFit Games with a broad, broad uh, range, and uh, and and so he sends me the shirt, so I'm gonna wear it. I'm like, this show is brought to you by Brute. Uh, the material is great, and I was hoping when I put it on that I could get a whiff of Daniel Brandon, but I did not. Oh God, dude! I have this great idea, Torres, of how you could increase shirt sales. What if you just took a video of a big stack of these shirts? And Danielle Brandon's back there, and she's just wiping shirts under her armpit and throwing them in like bags. Snow angels on top of them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's forty nine ninety five shirts that she wipes with her armpit, and then there's ninety nine ninety five shirts. You could do Tyler. Good to see you. you could good do to see Tyler Watkins. Oh, he vanished. There he is. <laughs> and he's gone. Good to see me. And Susan kicked me off. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so for forty nine ninety five, you get the armpit. Ninety nine ninety five, you get, you get the shirt. Do a toll spacer collab, and she can walk on some of them. People that pay for that. Jeffrey Birchfield, Sevon, don't be crass. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, listen, um, 
Taurus, you may be the greatest living CrossFit Games coach alive today, right now, currently. Uh, your Sean accolades Simon. speak for it. Don't think that there's anyone better at adding value to products than me. And, 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 and I just happen to have the guy who's best at anointing people at the best at selling products. He's over there. And he anointed me. You got that brew shirt. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, brew, baby. Oh, I don't dang. even like pink. I hate the Satari writing. I hate all this shit, but dude. <laughs> hoping to get a whiff of Miss Brandon. <laughs> Guaranteed with every purchase. Toxic. Okay. Uh, I got this in the mail today. That was awesome. Is that the new one? You already yeah. got it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Dude. Okay. Um, above me with the crash sweat sweatshirt on, uh, I never thought in a million years I would say this, but he is borderline becoming famous. He sure as fuck is infamous, not for his fantastic Heat One app, but now everyone actually knows who has fucking watches anything about the games. If you're at the 50 yard line of games dorks, you know what a Z score is and performance based scoring. Both uh, a podcast everywhere are talking about it. even the training think tank tank. Uh, uh, superstars are talking about it. When you hear, hear Perrin and Max El Haj wondering about performance-based scoring, and I like Perrin was even like uh, strut peacocking, but I spoke to Tyler the other day. I was like, "Damn, they are friends." But it was, I mean, damn, it's like the first time that I've not had to bring it up on my own. Somebody else talked about it, so damn, shitting all over it. There he is, Tyler Watkins, and uh, a guy who's struggling for relevancy. Um, uh, in between uh, teaching second and third grade, uh, above Pedro, uh, quickly uh, trying uh, matching output. Uh, man, this guy is putting out uh, content. Uh, Instagram account has gone to the next level. Everyone on their mother wants to be on his podcast. Uh, Pedro from Ireland. I just want relevancy. I don't give a fuck about anything else. <laughs> Coffee pods and wads. Everything sounds smart coming out of his mouth. Or okay. really stupid, one or the other. No, it's crazy. <laughs> if I had if I had an accent, uh, Matt Souza having his ten year anniversary uh, this Saturday. I'm Congrats, going. Dude. I'm I'm pumped. Thank you. I I had a podcast with the greatest living arm wrestler of all time, John Brzezink, on Saturday. You know what I did? Moved it to Sunday. Get the fuck True. out of here. Break. Felt pretty special. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, Andy produces this little podcast. Okay, here we go. Dave Castro, Weekend Review, short one this week from uh, November 13th, 2023. Uh, the title is Quarterfinals, 25% CrossFit, 25% CrossFit for Health Summit and Chad Workout. Okay, so it looks like he's going to address that whole semifinals thing. Should we turn our volumes low again? I think it's a, it's a smart move. No one's complained about it. If you could go to your um, – if everyone could go to their mic settings – or maybe we could even do it and turn off automatic and lower yourself to weird. What if I'm just I... muting myself? Does that help? I'm on, I'm on 30 now. Sorry, yeah. oh, 30. Yeah. I'm on 30. <laughs> wow. Dude, Good job. Wow. I'm, no, it I'm doesn't on help. Can you say water like an American? Water. <laughs> um, uh, Sevon, you've definitely cranked up the funny. Okay, thank you. Good. All right. Nice. Um, okay, here we go. Beginning background. Right? The Dave Castro, ladies and gentlemen. The most important voice in CrossFit. The only voice from CrossFit. Week in review, November 13th, 2023. At Bailed 
without 30. Why is the answer for more revenue widening the gates for quarterfinals? Why not the route of incentivizing affiliates to get their members to actually sign up for the Open? Loads of people do the Open workouts and participate in intramural Opens at affiliates without paying. Incentivize affiliates to sell official Open registration to their membership. You're absolutely right. Uh, tough question. Tough question. Everyone heard it. With a presupposition in there too. I don't know. I don't know who wrote it. I don't like presuppositions, but the presupposition is is like they did it to make it so more people would enter, to generate more revenue. Um, but but here we go. What's Dave? How's Dave answer? The first thing he said is you're absolutely right. That's interesting. Uh, we, the open is a place where um, we want to encourage affiliate owners to get their members to engage and sign up and participate uh, for a variety of reasons for competing on a global level with with um, like-minded individuals, obviously. And yeah, sure, it ultimately really does help um, our revenue goals for that stage. Uh, he So far, he wants people to answer. He wants people to sign up. And yes, he acknowledges when you sign up, it brings in money and helps us reach our goals. He's also dressed warmly today. Usually that back door is open. You can see a little fire burning. It's gotten cold in California. Susan said the same thing to me this morning from his gym. Ooh, it's getting cold. When we mean cold, we mean like 60. <laughs> yeah. And that ultimately helps with everything we do in the season to include broadcast, to include streaming. The To your first point. Oh, yeah. You guys whine about the fucking um, uh, parking lot camera. And he's telling you, hey, motherfucker, sign up for the open so we can get two cameras. <laughs> Just to include the entire event. Everything we do, the open and the foundation there really helps pull off the rest of the the season and the the games. The first statement: Why is the answer for more revenue widening the gates for quarterfinals? Okay, uh, um, uh, I love I love the transparency. Hey, we're trying to raise money to pay for the fucking games and prize money and all that shit. Sound is terrible. Okay, what do you mean sound is terrible? Is it too low? Is it because the speaker shoved up your ass? Is it just all sound like everywhere? The wind, the birds. <laughs> That visualization thank, is amazing. Thank you. Like I'm too quiet. Good. How's that? Thank you. How about just give me some fucking direction? I take direction good. <laughs> Look at the pseudo-Mexican, the half Aztec, half Spaniard uh, says he sounds fine. Yeah. Dave is too loud now. Jesus Christ. You guys are quiet. Increase. Holy crap. Thank you. Okay, good. I like that. That's some feedback. Okay, let's do a quick. Everyone uh, turn themselves up to, let's say, 40. That's good. It's good feedback. We're, we're, we're okay. working on it. Showing progress. Here we go. I'm going up to 40. I go up to 90. I'm at 69. All right. Uh, here we go. Thank you. Thank you. 40. Thank you. Okay. Uh, here we go. Pedro is too white. Increased color. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hang on. Holy shit. Okay. Here we go. Wait, where are we? Here we go. That's not the answer for more revenue. That wasn't the reason for widening the gates for quarterfinals okay Look, hold on the first statement why is the answer for more revenue widening the gates for quarterfinals that's not the answer okay so he's unfucking the guy's presupposition he's saying that's not why we did quarterfinals for more revenue so he's he's winding that back that presupposition so for more revenue that wasn't the reason for widening the gates for quarterfinals look the quarterfinals are entirely voluntary it all is right meaning you can sign up for it if you want to do it or if you don't. So widening the gates for quarterfinals is really about more opportunity for athletes to compete. Think about it this way. Um, at 10%, there's a lot of people who aren't able to compete that might really want to do extra testing or some extra events. So why not open it up? 
we started asking ourselves these questions and then we started um, looking at the numbers and it, the question became, well, do we open it up to 15%? Do we open it up to 20%? And as we were going through this exercise, I was looking at the stage and looking at the name quarterfinals and thought, hey, why not just open it quarterfinals? Why not just open it up to 25%? And so um, that's where that came. I mean, it could have easily been 15%. It could have been 10%. You like that reasoning? No. Uh, Tyler, tell me, tell me. Be be candid. Be candid. Be candid. Don't worry. Are we, we had that spin childish? On what? I, are we that child? It's just the name. I, I don't understand why we have to up it to 25% to say, oh, well, it's quarterfinals now. Wasn't quarterfinals before. That, that's a ridiculous reason. I think it's just cute it is like the factor that it plays on. That was like the biggest qualm that I had with this whole thing was like, oh, we upped it to 25, so it makes it – that seems like a cover answer to me. I, so do you not like do you not like 25%? I like his reasoning in that it gives more people a chance to compete. Now, like that that signals that the programming probably has to change, but I do like that it gives a lower barrier to entry for most people to compete. Um, but then again, you need to solve it with other other things. But I mean in the grand scheme of things, no, I don't like it. I think people are more tar- turned off by it than they are turned on by it. Um, yeah. Uh, do, do you like it, Pedro? Do you like the 25%? I mean, I don't like him saying that that's why, because it works with quarter, that that's the reason that they said, oh, guys, this works perfectly. I, I'd buy it more if he just said, we actually realized afterwards that it was kind of handy that it worked out at 25% when we were doing quarterfinals. I would have preferred that rather than uh, one of the reasons was that this, you know, he, like, I don't know. I think as well, it's kind of, so what is it? 50, 50, it was anyway last year, $50 to do quarterfinals. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And 20, 20, that sounds right. That sounds right. $20 yep. to do the open. Yep. So if, if just some quick, um, back of the napkin math if like say three people do the open that's 60 dollars. if one of those goes on to do quarterfinals that's doubling their money as in you know like they're taking an extra basically a, a double like an extra it's it's a really small math napkin an extra 50 dollars if one of those three goes on so to say that quarterfinals is just oh it's just because it's 25 it's money like you know just I, that's the one thing that i just want them to say from the start is the reason we are increasing the field is because it's monetarily beneficial to us if we have it whether it's a choice or whether you choose to do it or not do it the amount of people that will choose to do it out of 25 percent is still greater than the amount of people that would choose to do it out of 10 percent if they moved on so let's just hold our hands up and say hey we're a business and we want to make money and this is how we're doing it that's okay cool and just move on instead of like no it's not really about the money i mean you can do it or not i can do the open or not do the open but the open is still about money he said that he was like this is what puts us in a position to put on the show the rest of the year quarterfinals is more expensive so it's surely about money too matt um, the only two reasons i i've heard (laughs) or one I can't. I don't. I can't think of any reason why it's a bad idea, other than from the affiliate owners. Or, or two reasons. Sorry, two reasons. I love the idea of taking twenty five percent. Fuck, take eighty percent. I don't give a fuck. Keep letting people play as long as you want. But here's the thing: the, the two only two problems I've heard is you fuck the affiliate owners mm-hmm. because if they have to do five workouts and you have fifty people doing them after already doing the open, and then these ones are going to have more strict guidelines. That's a problem. And mm-hmm. then the. Um, uh, what was the second one? 
Oh, the second one is we're concerned that the workouts are going to be shitty because how are you going to do workouts that are for 60-year-olds in the quarterfinals that also match those of 20-year-olds? And that could be a problem. But other than that, I don't have an issue with it. Yeah, I, I don't have an issue with it. I think Dave already said that it was – he already said it's for revenue. So I think we could check that box. And I do Well, think kind that of. Only- he kind of – he said both. He said it's for re- – opens for revenue, but then he also said, right. but we didn't do this for revenue. And Pedro's like, yeah, yeah, you did. I mean, I think that every decision that HQ makes, as Greg would say, has a fiduciary obligation to add value and revenue to the company. That's a great word. So I don't think that – I think that well, everything that's pa- being Pedro done Pedro wants him to be done. honest. Pedro wants him to be honest. And, and <laughs> I mean, I sniffs, think he, and he sniffs a little dishonesty. I mean, uh, I, I think that he is being honest in his answers. Now, whether he's placing more of a value on this was uh, 80, we did this decision 85% or 92% because of revenue increase. And we did 8% to uh, prolonged uh, participation for those that want to continue on. I mean, sure. Like we could play that game, but at the end of the day, I think he, he said it was, you know, for revenue in to allow people to play a little bit longer. Now for the affiliate owner piece, I think you're right. That's where the majority of people are going to take the brunt of the issue. Cause now you have to set all that up. But if you're an affiliate owner and you have a lot of people that are going through this, you may have to devise some sort of plan to, to put other people in charge. So it doesn't just all come on you. I think of like Craig Howard or JR who are going to have potentially a lot of people in that 25% moving on. And that's going to create quite a headache for my gym. We're not focused like super on competitive stuff. So there might not be that many people that really go even with the opening of the 25%. So it's not going to be that big of an issue for me personally, but I could see that some of the gyms that have higher participation, it's definitely going to be an issue. Uh, Hulk, Hulk gun. Susa, when will you run another show? I'd like to learn more about working with fire departments. We'll put that on the ballot. Eaton Beaver. Bam. Uh, I am here while this is live. Were you going to say something, Tyler? Yeah. I have one more point to this. I've had five Make people reach out. I didn't post anything. They just reached out. Bring the mic to your mouth. Bring the mic to your mouth, please. People people so, want to hear what you have to say. I had the, essentially the sentiment from all five of these people who've reached out is you're 100% right about quarterfinals. Lowering the bar to 25% takes away the exclusivity of being a quarterfinals athlete. I'm an average CrossFit goer that has uh, a chance to make it now. I would rather finish 80th percentile and be proud of my effort than know that they lowered the bar just so I could play. Ooh. Well, that touches a special place in my heart because that's the whole thing with the brand. The brand should be tough. Whether you're 80 years old or seven years old, you should be proud when you walk outside with a CrossFit shirt. You should be like, yeah, I, I do sh- I do shit that you can't fucking do. I can't remember who said it, but they said, now you've done the one thing to make the open mean less than it meant before. And all we wanted was the open to mean more than it meant currently. Uh, Blade, what's up, dude? Good to see you, buddy. Always good to see you. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, Mr. Castro, the director of the games. And, but it plays actually really nicely with the name of the stage, quarterfinals. So quarterfinals, we're taking 25%. And hey, look, like um, that many people won't do it. Like everyone down to 25 won't, but there's a lot of people who will. And someone like myself, at 25%, I'll definitely be able to hit that 20, I think. I'll definitely be able to make that 25%, and I'll do it. At 10%, there was no way I was going to be able to do it. So it's largely about increasing the opportunity for a lot of people to play. And if you don't want to play or you don't want to pay, you don't have to. So, um, But please do. That aspect isn't <laughs> where we're going to significantly 
increase the revenue. Where we are going to significantly increase the revenue is just by having more people sign up and do the open and encouraging members and encouraging affiliates to um, to support the opening and get behind it. At Aaron McNew. So it was interesting. He did say in the beginning, someone said, hey, why aren't you incentivizing the affiliate owners? That wasn't addressed, right? Why aren't you incentivizing the affiliate owners and giving them a cut? I think that was said in the original question, and he didn't mm-hmm. address that. Okay, uh, I still give him. I'll give him. Uh, uh, how many? What, how many points can does the Khaleesi give? Four, I think. Stop. Oh, it depends who you are. I think you can get sick. I think I heard six. He doesn't. He doesn't have a mustache. So he's <laughs> oh, negative. Four. Four. I. I. I, <laughs> I, I still am going to give him points though for reading the question because that that takes balls. So, okay. Eight, nine, three, six. There have been rumors that CrossFit hasn't paid athletes from the games and that semifinals was just paid out. Is this standard SOP for CrossFit regionals games in the past or are there outlying situations that cause this to be delayed? I'm sure it's never been immediate payout, but it seems wild that it's about to be Thanksgiving and people haven't been paid. I'd assume to help the push the professionalization of the sport, stuff like that would get cleaned up. However, I literally know nothing and I'm just a schmuck who asks questions to stir the pot. The... Uh, <laughs> I don't think that it three months is too long to pay someone for winning the CrossFit Games. I just want to say that. Does anyone else think three months is too long? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay, P- Pedro? Uh, why not? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. Tyler? Too long. Not if that's the norm. But do you think it's, it's too long? Do you think it's too, why do you think it's too long, Susa? Tell me. Maybe I'll change my I mind. Think it sh- I think it should be paid instantly. They've done the work. They put it, like, why, why are you making them wait three months now? What happens Why when, is that question? What happens when, what happens when Ricky gets his, his money and then gets popped? And then they're like, hey, um, Richard, would you mind sending us back that check, please? <laughs> okay, okay. Let, I let mean, me do this. What about drug testing? That's a fair question. So so you think they should do drug testing the second they get it back? They should do it fast. Like- the testing should just be faster. Like, that's the problem. They're, they have all the people in one place. They're testing them all. Like, you realistically, the ones, you know, top 10, test those, pay those. Like, get those tests back as quick as possible, pay those, and then the rest can trickle down afterwards. They're, they're of, it's less amount of money, so it's under, you know, just less important. Um, so you can, they can wait a little bit longer. But that at least the top three should be paid, like, immediately. And it's not, I know the, like, you'd assume the money is there. What about drug testing, Pedro? What if they were to give yeah, you the I, money? I, I just mean test, test those 10. Okay. Don't pay them immediately, because I don't think that's feasible, because... If someone like pops your foot, as humanly possible, as hu- yeah, as humanly okay. possible, it's quick, okay. and then worry about the the outside the top ten later. Like they can. Wait. It, why are they testing after it's said and done? Isn't that just protocol that you test at the event? I mean, but why, why wouldn't you do it before as well? I mean, I can understand or, or, or test. You mean test when they get there? All the athletes. like right away. You check in, like, go get your <laughs> test, boom, go go in, and that way you have it figured out. And then you could double back on those that maybe are like one through five if you wanted to. Yeah. But yeah. I just like that's like saying like, oh, you cheated, but we already went through it. Too now we have to, to go back and, to, but, and but then double again, over. I guess I guess you don't have to test. You know, Aunt Haynes. Sorry, Aunt. Sorry, sorry. Not cool. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, wouldn't, I mean, that be, could, wouldn't that be like UFC fighters making weight where they like they make weight and then they eat loads of food and they they get tested and then they're like, all right, give me the drugs. <laughs> like, 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 let me shoot up. Hmm. I mean, I I'm not qualified to uh, answer how quickly <laughs> they take place there, but I would imagine that you would need a longer runway for those drugs to to show benefit, right? You couldn't not test on Monday. Heroin's pretty take quick. Take them on Tuesday. Well, that, <laughs> I don't know. That's a performance There are some things you can. There are some things you can take. Let's uh, let's hear what Dave has to say. Here we go. 
uh, yeah, it's always been like this. It takes a really long time to get all the testing back, to, to get the right levels of it back, to um, to make sure that we're not paying people out. And then if a result comes back negative, re-asking for, um, asking for the money back, essentially. So, yes, it's always taken a really long time. I wish it didn't take this long. I wish it was quicker. But um, – that's the way it is currently. We'll look into it to see if we can reduce those times, but we don't have control over the entire, the, what happens once the testing company takes the, the labs and then all the work they go through to get the results back to us. What's he holding in his hand? Us. A knife? But yeah. They're not going to look into faster turnaround times, I don't think. Like you no, said. no. He's basically just yeah, saying this, this is the norm, so deal with it. So that, that's just it. Take your money. Quit being a bitch. But it's really long as time. best I can tell, it's not the norm. It's about a month past due almost. And so what is really wondering me is why we're a month past normal long wait time. Oh, who okay. do you, who do you think it's going to be, Tyler? <laughs> oh, you think someone popped, Tyler? Is that what you're saying? There was either a struggle with Noble or it or somebody popped. Oh, but okay. Those the, okay. Those are the and there are lots of rumors reasons. of cash shortages at Noble. Shitloads of rumors. Well, they've only got like two employees now, so they should be okay. Right. <laughs> one writing checks, one mailing. At PTA Dellen. Also love that you're sharing about intermittent fasting and keto. I wanted to add that people might be turned off by keto, not knowing there are things such as cyclical ketogenic diets, period of low carb days, and periodical refuel days that might be more applicable to athletes and also a barrier of entry to lower precise carb diets. I might be wrong thinking it's similar protocol to you, you are using, right? In my experience for myself and people I coach, a combination of CKG, intermittent fasting, and macro tracking are a golden trifecta of successful body composition and positive metabolic hormonal changes. Yeah, I mean, I, so I fast and I go low carb, but I also, especially on the weekends, I'll have days where I ramp it up and um, I eat a lot of carbs. So I do have this kind of cyclical nature of no carb, low carb, a lot of carb. But the lot of carb is not about refueling necessarily. It's more about just I enjoy carbs and treating myself. Dave, I enjoyed hearing about this is at writer. Anyone? I respect that. Talk? I respect that. Yeah, I respect that. Anyone? Loves a bit of keto. You respect what? The fact that he just he just laid it out there and explained it. He didn't try to have some facade about it. And then didn't also like try to pretend that it's like, oh, I'm feeling, so I need to eat these gummy bears between my workouts. He was just like, I treat myself because I enjoy carbs. I yeah. appreciate that. It's authentic. The thing, the thing that I thought was interesting about this part is that like these are these are kind of like reality TV questions. Like he's like you only ask like you would ask Kim Kardashian, like, hey, what's your diet like? You know, it's, it's just weird to me. Like, why are we still talking about keto this in depth? Hey, well, until last about week... four years ago, until about Savannah came back about that time, that was the fucking questions you'd hear on CrossFit Podcast too. So tell us about how you eat to recover and uh, tell us about like, what time do you go to bed at night? Well, also, he did a huge thing last week. Um, my sister's, we we skipped over it. My sister later on was like, hey, you would have really enjoyed that part where he, be, but I, I heard it. He told me, I knew he was doing this. He did a 36 hour ruck shooting competition while fasting. So that's why this this person followed it up with this question. I also want to say something else. Someone made I made a comment the other day that I was wearing a shirt that was too small and that by two o'clock the shirt would fit me. And someone in the comments <laughs> wrote, "Why do you keep saying this? This is basically this is ridiculous." And my wife's like, "Does that do these fucking idiots not know that you've been fucking fasting one day a week for three fucking years? Like, hey, buddy." 
Man, if he's censoring this, it must be bad, whatever thought it is. Uh, yeah, it, was, it had something to do with their tongue in my asshole, but uh, it, it was bad. I just heard Jeffrey Birchfield go, no, Sevy, no. Uh, did someone say eat? Yeah, eat my asshole. You're fucking, you're fucking crazy to talk to me about that shit, dude. Tell me when you have three years of fucking 36-hour weekly fast under your fucking belt, you fucking douche nozzle. Okay. I love how of things that you'll get demonetized for. Like seventh in the list is eat my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's against WHO guidelines because it's unhealthy. <laughs> you could get pink eye. It's possibly carcinogenic. Okay, uh, here we go. Adam, Dave, I enjoyed hearing about your eating fasting routine. I'm curious to know when you work out in the course of the day, before you eat, after your first meal. Do you have a reason for the timing of your working relative to your eating schedule? I typically work out at 10, 11, with the recent just really busy schedule. I'll work out in the afternoon, three or four. Uh, there was a time recently where I was starting to work out at eight or nine, but I kind of dropped off that because I'd rather use that time to go shooting prior to, to go practice shooting prior to um, work calls. So usually in the afternoon and often I will try to do my workout fasted. So towards the end of my fast, if possible, especially when I do 24 hour fasts, I like to, um, hold on, my dog's almost getting in a fight. I like to do, um, if I'm going to do a 24-hour fast. With who? With what? Let's turn the camera around, Dave. Yeah. What? That's the, best, that's the best thing you've ever said in all these shows. God, dude, look. My pants My pants are in here. My belt is in here. My belt My belt just commented. Sev eats so many pistachios that he expands three pant sizes. That's true. How do you know that? That's crazy. Okay, so his dog just got into a fight. He has a Dago... Carino, Corserino, he has a dangerous dog. His dog just can't be getting in a fight. And I'm going to work out that day. I'll try to work out at like the 23-hour mark. Even if I'm doing a 16-hour fast, I'll try to work out at the 15-hour the mark. At Ben Alderman, 3914. Where does... Okay, Ben Alderman's his butt buddy. These guys are buds. <laughs> so this is going to be soft. This is going to be a softball question, I guarantee it. Unknown and unknowable fall into the hierarchy of the tenets of CrossFit. I, how important is the introduction of new movements, rep schemes, and time domains that are not well known to the community? Well, how important is the unknown and unknowable? This is a great question, right? I'm glad that you brought up Ben Alderman because I noted that when he said that. This is actually an even more interesting question since Ben asked it. Right. Uh, Dogo Argentino. Yeah, thank you. That That's what he had. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Well, the unknown and unknowable part, that tenet really plays – big into the games and, and everything we do there. And um, that's like the workouts being announced at the last minutes, et cetera, like that. In terms of for, and even honestly, the open, the unknown and unknowable component is massive in the open. In terms of to the community, what's happening in affiliates and, and um, the way CrossFit's programmed and put out there, it's harder to really dose the unknown and unknowable except for the idea that gyms sometimes put out workouts the night before or the morning of. So that means people go in and find out about the workouts at the last minutes. Unknown and unknowable doesn't mean it's completely random with no plan. It just means that the, um, that individuals are finding out about them at the last minute. How important is the introduction of new movements, rep schemes, and time domains that are not well known to the community? Only as important as they still meet our other criteria criteria of the move large loads long distances quickly and they increase work capacity across broad time and modal domains there's a point where you're just getting gimmicky and so there's a fine line between just trying to be unknown and unknowable with gimmicks or being unknown and unknowable with our actual core um, methodology
Uh, thoughts unknown and unknowable, uh, Tyler. He's swinging and missed on this question. Tell me. The unknown, the gym is to prepare you for the unknown and unknowable. Life is unknown and unknowable. The affiliate serves to prepare you for that. I think it, it, it is a good thing because you know his answer is not canned because I think if he would have thought about it, that would have been his answer. But, um, yeah. It. But one thing I did wonder, as somebody who runs an affiliate, Sousa, do you ever think about this concept at all? No. I do when it comes to my first responders a little bit. But again, like working with just in the parameters and the methodology, because at the end of the day, um, I would say 99% of the reason why people are in here is because they want to work out, look good, feel good, and be healthy. Like they're not concerned with, you know, a huge unknown or unknowable component of it. So what, what did you, what did you think about his answer, Susa? I th yeah, I thought it sufficed. I mean, what do you think about the unknown and unknowable? What do you think about that as just a, as a element of CrossFit or the CrossFit games? Um, in terms of the element of the CrossFit or the CrossFit games, I think, yeah, you could probably be more creative within that and, and do that. But I think they do that to a certain extent by withholding information on events and announcing them right out before. I mean, outside of like, everything's going to have to have a parameter, especially in terms of competition, even more so. Right. So, so you agree with I them. mean, you're basically, you agree with them. That's what he I agree saying. with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like what I usually do for the, for the first responders that I work with, like I'll get there. I'll see whoever the crew is with the time we have allotted. And then I'll just start, I'll put up a workout on the board that they have no knowledge of beforehand. And then they just come up to me and they say, okay, what are we doing? And I present the task, right? Um, His dog's getting in a fight. Yeah, sorry. Uh, my dog's in a fight. That was a weird hey, uh, Pedro, yeah. what, do you, what do you think? Unknown and unknowable? You like that part of the game? Yeah, I do like it. Like chaos is my favorite workout from the games. I love the fact, I love that, like not knowing and finding out like, minutes before the workout starts like first workout of the games is this what was that 2019 he did that i love that shit now kind of leaks and stuff maybe hamper it a little bit but the unknown like i took it that he was talking about the unknown unknowable aspect was about the open workouts not about training for the open and not about training during the year that's how i took it um but i think like the one of the most enjoyable aspects for me about the open is trying to guess what the workouts are and looking at his stupid fucking meaningless pictures for days, trying to figure out what they are. And like, that's, that's unknown. That's unknowable. I love that shit. Like that's, you know, it's part of the fun. Um, Jedediah, uh, questions this week were lame softball. I don't know. That opening one was fucking, he went straight into it. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I, I disagree with that. Uh, most unknowable workout in the history of the CrossFit Games, I would say, was when they had to turn around and run. They thought they were done at the finish line. And they had to run more. Oh, 2020. Yeah, even more so one. than being sequestered and then having to do double grace. That that one where they made them run, that was borderline ridiculous. That was borderline gimmicky, right? Bringing them to the ranch was pretty. Ridiculous. I loved that. I love yeah. that probably more than chaos is to tell them to turn around because you had, I wish you would have done that with a whole field of athletes because you're running through that, having no idea that you're about to turn around. And with chaos, they kind of guessed, like you can hear Brent Bukowski talk about it. I think where he's like, you knew it was probably going to be around in this time domain, but you did not know that with chaos and you couldn't have known. The best thing about that run as well is if you're like, you know, maybe you've no idea how far behind say Fraser you were, 
and then you see him coming back you're like wait how far ahead of me was he like is he is he gone wrong am i wrong like what's happening and then it's like did he run for like five extra minutes or one extra minute you have no idea and then when you do turn around you still have the disheartening moment of oh fuck uh the hopper model of fitness is one of the reasons i first Got excited about CrossFit. Me too. You a-holes like Max L. Hodge uh, who want to rip it up can take a flying leap. I love you, uh, Max, but uh, but the sentiment is the same. Uh, Jer, how it and it rewarded someone for being less fit or prepared, but that's the whole. Shut up and scribble. Shut up and scribble podcast. Yeah. A GPP, general physical preparedness. General physical preparedness. General physical pre- GPP. GPP. Mm-hmm. You got that, Mr. Rosa? GPP. In the original articles of uh um in the in the journal and stuff like that, Greg would actually talk about, hey, if you've done the workout grace three times and you've done it RX, now go do it in, in out in the dirt. Right. And change the terrain and stuff like that. So you could even mix things like that, of course, considering safety to make it unknown and unknowable too couple other things I want to talk about quickly Chad so I did that this weekend did it actually on Sunday because I had a really busy Saturday I actually used more weight accidentally I had 53 52 or 53 pounds on my ruck did it in about an hour I think it was 12 minutes I think the fastest I've ever done it is is just over um it's just over an hour and felt good um hard just kept trucking through just kept moving it was actually thought a lot about just that phase of my life Chad and other people we've lost throughout the years. So it was a nice tribute and it definitely for, definitely for me, it it takes me, it makes me think about those things and those people in a way that I typically don't. And I think that's the power of, uh, of Chad, just making us and veterans day in general, just just making us remember and and think about those people, those moments in our lives and those events. Tyler, did you Chad? I did not. Pedro. I did think about all the veterans that veterans veterans no i like i said earlier on either the only reason i did that workout was because i'm in the group chat like i never would have even bothered did you think think about us in the group chat yeah not in positive way (laughs) Uh, at one time during it i was like remember why you're doing this and then like i couldn't even like i didn't even get to the next thought i was just like went back to like fuck i'm this is hard uh, I, did the, uh, I did the I did the first sorry I did the first 250 at the wrong height I did it at 24 and oh, you you had posted you had posted your time and I I think you said it in the group or something and I was yeah. like this makes like I was looking at the clock and I was like this makes no sense like his legs are so much shorter than mine I don't understand how like there's no way I'm about going to be about an hour behind him and I don't understand it and then I got to about 250 and I was like, I'm going to fucking check this. And I was on the wrong height. Didn't really yeah, help. 24 would have killed me. Killed me. Oh, it was awful. Uh, go ahead, Susa. Did you do it? I did not. Oh, good. Okay, good. I've yeah, done, I, I did I other things. I'm going to do just next year 500. 50% of this podcast care about veterans. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't care about veterans. Sorry, I I care about veterans, but not not when I'm doing uh ch- ad. Well, you did other hero workout. What'd you do, Susa? Uh, we did Badger and then we did Winton. So we did two of them: one on Friday and then a partner one on Saturday. And you lost how many members? <laughs> no, we have second options for them, so you could reduce the volume a little bit if you have to. So Susa cares more uniform. about veterans. Wow, a double two days. We cared about veterans. 
not just your <laughs> not just your hour and uh, forty five minutes. I bet you Blades two sixty in full uniform. Big dude. Two fifty, yeah, that's crazy. How, it's also depressing that Dave did it with a heavier rock than both of us did it with a vest. <laughs> so that's yeah. like a little bit depressing. He's young. <laughs> But older than you. Okay, here we go. Also want to highlight there's uh we just posted CrossFitHealthSummit.com. So in February 3rd, Saturday, February 3rd in Austin, Texas, I'm looking at the website right now. We have a CrossFit for Health Summit. Join us for an unparalleled gathering of minds at the forefront of fitness and health. The day will be packed with insights from leading experts, educational discussions, and networking opportunities, all within the vibrant atmosphere of the CrossFit community. Go check out this page. Register if you want to go. I will be there. I'm going to lead a workout. I think the website actually talks about that. Workout with Dave. Take your summit experience to the next level with a workout led by Dave Castro. Sweat, learn, and most importantly, have fun. Must be registered for the in-person event. A um, bunch of summit highlight, or actually on the webpage, they mention all the speakers, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, a um, bunch of other doctors who are presenting. There's ways to, there's an in-person VIP experience. There's just an in-person, oh, they're selling, um, Oh, the limited, the workout with me is limited. So if you want to do that, uh, you have to also pay for that, but it's uh, limited to 50 people. Um, can't make it in person. You won't miss out on the knowledge and inspiration our speakers deliver. Tune in from the comfort of your home so you can actually live stream it too. So check this out. It looks like it'll be a really good event. Karen Thompson will be hosting it. And now listen, listen. Uh, listen. When, when, when Greg, that was Greg's project, CrossFit Health. And when he sold the company, and, and the point of CrossFit Health was, was to expose the ills of modern medicine. And when he sold the company, they tried to keep it going, but they completely flipped the script. It became of jerking, uh, jerking and sucking off uh, uh, medicine, which was bizarre. And that's when I think Julie Fouché was at the helm. It was a fucking bizarro world. N now... I think they've fired Karen Thompson, but I think they brought her back to run this event. Now, here's the crazy part. When Greg had CrossFit Health, it was run by Karen Thompson. She was the point person. So we have Greg's five-star general who was responsible for this event now back in charge of it, which gives me hope for this event. And there's no one better connected in the health space, health space that I've ever met than Karen Thompson. So, um, how nuts would it be if they got Greg to talk at it? I, I bet you Karen either asked Greg or asked the powers that be if, if she could. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. The entire project, uh, the, the entire CrossFit project was Greg's project. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I God damn it, I understand that. <laughs> what? I just, I just, I just. Is this is this CrossFit Health thing? Is that the thing that, that was in like they had it in a hotel off site in Madison? At the games, no? Is that something? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. This year they did that? In 2019, I saw it anyway. I don't know okay. about this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Here we go. So, so that's interesting. Uh, did, uh, if, if I was ever going to get back into CrossFit Health again, I, I would stick my toe in with this and see what Karen Thompson's up to. Reach out to her. She's on Instagram. Oh, She's that's great. good. She's been on the well, show. You mentioned what? that, Seven. Why? Huh? Huh? <laughs> what? Did you tell me to say that? No, 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 no. It just... <laughs> Oh. oh you're fucking we should crash this by the way just saying 
I agree. Hey, make sure you tell me afterwards what you're talking about. Right in the front. I will. I, I will. I will. Are you gonna? Are you gonna do? Are you gonna do a live stream of the CrossFit Health thing on the Savan Podcast with commentary from Brian Friend? Oh God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, here we go. And um, I will be there for sure. So super exciting CrossFit for Health Summit 2024 in Van Zant, Austin, Texas, February 3rd, 2024. All right, that's it. I'm actually headed to the airport. I got to go to Colorado for some meetings. So that's why I'm kind of rushing through this one. All right, thanks for tuning in. As always, comment in the comment section. So he has to go to Colorado for some meetings. Oh, fuck, thank you for rushing through it. Fuck, I, I'm ready to go work out. Is that where H is HQ in Colorado now? No. It's it did it actually move? No. It, in the uh, ether. We no, are. Um, HQ. This is my understanding. Now, now, this is not by any chance uh, official. This is my understanding. Rosa tried to move it to Colorado, invested a bunch of money there. A bunch of people moved there, including poor Justin Berg. Then COVID happened, and then you couldn't go in the office unless you were vaccinated. So then a bunch of people weren't going in the office because no fucking real CrossFitter, sorry, sorry Pedro, um, would get vaccinated. And um, so then uh, he's in Ireland. I just, I mean, I've never asked him. I just, I just know, I know they have blow darts. They just drill people there. <laughs> um, and so, um, oh yeah. Jason Ackerman, by the way, you said that real CrossFitters only, uh, only work out in affiliates. Okay. I just want to add on to that and they don't get vaccinated. Pedro, you're up. So, um, uh, um, so 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 basically, so basically then then Rosa, I don't know what happened to him. It just didn't work out with him. He didn't know what GPP was, true story. And how well, sorry, no, elaborate on that. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a meeting with a bunch of with a bunch of people on the L1 team and he raised his hand and asked what GPP was. And you know, he I'm okay asked, with asking dumb questions, see, but come on, man. Like that's that's when you do the oh, I thought you meant the other one. Sorry. Or you fucking <laughs> the desk. You're like the keep saying these three letters, I don't know what they are. Or dude, right there you do a hundred burpees in front of the whole group to punish yourself. Get your swag. <laughs> just back. stop and start doing them. You guys carry on. I, I just gotta <laughs> I gotta take my medicine. So 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 then so then um Don took over and Don lives just up over the hill. Um uh basically in between Susan and I and over in Silicon Valley. And so they, they opened an office here back up in Santa Cruz. Cause there's a bunch of employees here. And now I think that's kind of the temporary headquarters. Well, Don kind of figures it out. I keep suspecting they're going to move it closer to the San Jose airport, but I don't know. And Greg rented a big place. Probably a lot of people at HQ don't even know this. Greg rented an amazing place in a town here called aptos it's right above a new leaf it, it, it's basically right above a whole there's this whole there's this place called new leaf it's like a whole foods and it's in a neighborhood that's on the beach and right above it there's insane office space and greg rented all that but we never moved in there so i bet you crossfit still has a lease on that i'd guess when they when they bought the place so that place probably just sits empty so where's hq i don't know but they sure as fuck shouldn't be hiring fucking douchebags from Seattle. And I say that with peace and love. You better, you better bring the team together. You better. Where, like, does, does Don just work at over. home then? Say that again? Does Don, like, do they just work from home then? Yeah, everyone just works virtually, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, no wonder. Hey, hey, dude. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Think, just think about how much, how much stuff gets lost in, like, 
tone in an email or how much stuff gets lost of like oh i meant to send i meant to cc you on that email but i didn't and then that key person gets left out or like it's just yeah. or like oh we need to set up him oh it's so that's so fucking frustrating that they're not actually together a percent a large percentage of the time Eaton Beaver, I'm telling you, Greg will own CrossFit again one day in the near future. Yeah, basically, we need they need the accountability. So, all right. Um, great show. Any closing thoughts, uh, Mr. Watkins, from Heat One App? Yeah, I wanted to know more about what you thought about, because for CrossFit Health, you had to be a doctor or something like that related to get invited to these things before, right? And now they're opening it up to the public. That's the major shift, I think, that no, I see. No, so, so sorry. Everyone, people were invited to the CrossFit Health events, but they did something called a CrossFit um, MDL1. And what that was is that was a level one just for doctors. And people thought that level one was different than the level ones they offer just your regular Joe Schmoes, but they weren't. They were basically a place for doctors to come together and all be in the room with other doctors so they could network because people forget, especially us who are in the community, that if you think like a lot of people think what we're doing is crazy. They think that exercise crazy the vast majority of people think we're batshit crazy by claiming you can eat right and exercise and have the cure for the world's most vexing problem they don't realize that it's a those two days are a more potent educational experience that can help more people than 50 years of medical school and uh so they think you're a fucking re they think you're a retard for that and so once you get on this side of the cult um you need to be around other doctors who also know that I knew about and that. Tyler, Tyler, yeah. what you're probably thinking about is the DDC, which was the Derelict Doctors Club. And so what would happen is after That's they would it. go to the MDL1, they would yeah. shift over literally next door across the hall from the gym to the lecture hall. And then alumni all the subject matter experts. There. It was right, a party would, for alumni. And so um, in the, a lot of the connections that were made to like what Sevon was talking about were brought in by Karen Thompson too. There's a lot of her. And then so that opened the door. And I actually, I think it was it might've been Greg that said it. And I was like, Hey, like what, like there's this collection of this, like what is happening? And he was like, well, if you're going to start a revolution first, you got to have a place to gather the rebels. And I thought that that was like the coolest, the coolest thing. The same way that, um, uh, pharma basically has all this continued education basically to buy, to buy doctors off. Right. Like they, they, they get a huge club golf course, beach resort, and they invite doctors there for a week and they give them fucking all the continued education they want. But really it's just a giant party where they're banging chicks with big tits selling drugs this was like that except there were no drugs and there were no chicks with big tits that people were banging but but it was it was the this, this the crazy alumni and then he would bring in world-class speakers and they would speak while we all sat in a tent and, and party it was cool it was awesome yeah, yeah you're right you wouldn't you wouldn't have been invited to that that's correct that is that part I, was I, I barely snuck in the door <laughs> I just showing yeah, up. And, but, <laughs> but here's the crazy thing about either. greg you have to understand like greg's the all about greg's a sneaking in kind of guy so if you just showed up, you didn't get kicked out. I didn't. Yeah, Susan just. <laughs> I got asked. I got asked like one time somebody stopped me and was like, "Who are you?" and like, "Why are you here?" and I was like, "Oh, I'm an affiliate owner. I'll help pick up the trash." This is like, okay. Susan and I are friends because I've been doing the blue wristband for too long. Uh, my grand Blade Walker. My grandma has been coming to the Blade Academy three times a week for a few months. Wild how craziness benefits uh, old ass ladies. Yep. <clears throat> All right, guys. Pedro, any final thoughts? No, always a pleasure. Thanks for all your, your uh, hard work, all you guys. Everyone's contributions amazing. Um, thanks. For oh, I'm selling. Jo- I'm selling sweatshirts. 
Oh, I wouldn't let you forget. Where yeah, are you selling those at? Uh, coffeepodsandmods.com. And there's a link on stories on Instagram. Pods. It's a pre-sale. And I need a minimum number sold. So if people could go and buy one, that'd be great. Take the pressure off. <laughs> hey, can, can people... um Coffee... Man, because it's in Ireland, it took forever to load. Can people in... um <laughs> Is that for, only for Europeans or... No, international shipping. If you go to God, merch, why is your shit so nice? Like your little graphics and your colors and stuff. Because I, I pay like... some random guy in Egypt to do it on Fiverr. I feel like um, everything you have is in 4K and I'm still in HD. What's COF? It's the start of the like coffee pods and wads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Abbreviation? Right, right. Please say that. It was either that or leave out the vowels, and I've already made fun of that, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen to this. Oh, no. Shoot. There was a quote there from Arm and Hammer. There was. You probably arrow it. Like, is, are these fake? Are these fake people? Peter's not only no, they're to make they're real. I left. I left. Uh, I used to have a fake one in it that was like just obliterating myself, and I accredited it to someone, and they messaged me and were like, "Please take that down because people will think that I actually said it." Like I was like, "Peter has no idea what he's doing." You know, I just like destroyed myself. Oh. Maybe take it down. You're a good dude. How come it won't change again? I want to. I don't know. That's people. weird. There should there should be three or four of them on it. Because you're watching it like a clock. There you go. There Peter you go. is hilarious and great fun. The podcasts are always a good time, filled with interesting insights and wonderful guests. You can't go wrong here. Have you had him on? Yeah. CrossFit content creator and Muslim creator, mullet creator, mullet, mullet curator. When's, it, when's the last time you had him on? Oh, fucking like when he was alive, whatever, three years right. ago. What happened to him? He had a kid yeah, and maybe. shifted perspectives. I think. What's he do for money? Priorities. Oh. I don't know. His his family owns Popeyes, I think. A bunch of Popeyes. Really? No shit. No. Yeah, and he does okay. the marketing, I think, for him. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. If it's what not Popeyes, Popeyes, it's chicken adjacent. Popeyes sell um spinach, is it? No. What do you mean chick is that the name of a store? Chicken adjacent adjacent? No, it's mean- one it's one of those. It's Popeyes or or uh, one of the chicken. Is it Chick-fil-A? No, I don't think it's, it's something ghetto. Uh, what's the one? What's the one Hiller took me to? Do you guys know? Popeyes. 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 Yeah. There's Popeyes and what's the other Bojangles? It's not Bojangles. I think it's Popeyes. Look at here's a girl yeah. thought provoking and engaging. Says Hannah Moore and conversational. That's, that's the that's the woman that I wrote the scathing review of, and she was like, "Please take that down and put up a real one." Wow. CrossFit Canuck. That sounds racist against Jews. It actually, doesn't exist anymore. All right. Churches chicken? Churches? KFC. They have churches out there. KFC. Hmm. KFC. Will. Will T. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Heal up quickly, brother. Heal up quickly. Thinking about you. All right. Um, talk to you guys later. Get your Someone sweatshirt Someone bought a now. sweatshirt. Yeah. Buy a sweatshirt. Yep. Someone bought one already. Oh, really? Yeah. Amazing. You just got an email? Yeah. How, how come you got the thing? I know. It doesn't work on mine either. <laughs> Is he's because he's front. I got center. fireworks once when I did double thumbs. Hey. Oh, <laughs> how about damn. this one? No, oh, that's cool. oh, what? Maybe you just have to sit here for a while. Nope. <laughs> yeah, nope. just keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
When are the podcast awards no. out? <laughs> it should just turn into like a million. Of them. It just flags your video. Or just dick start flat landing on my face. <clears throat> okay, bye bye. Thanks, guys.